Summer Gotham, a crazy podcast about DC, with your host E-Rock and PD, when we speak up, get your geeks up, cause you know you about to get geeked up, so sit back, relax, and get comfy, lose your mind like Solomon Grundy, and listen to a show that won't be forgotten, coming straight out of Gotham. DC Universe, welcome to another episode of Straight Outta Gotham, episode 139. We are a fandom pop culture podcast and a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, Network hosted by BatmanOnFilm.com. To make sure you, uh, actually to check out all the other great shows on the network, make sure you uh, head on over to BOF, click that podcast drop down and see what everyone has to offer. I am your co-host from the other side of the Hudson River, senior contributor to Batman on Film. I am Peter Rivera. And uh, very excited. Alabama hired a new coach. Everyone knows how huge of an Alabama fan I am now, thanks to Lauer. So just, uh, you know, just don't get missed by nothing but Tide. Uh, <laughs> today we are recording on January 13th, 2024. And as always, we have a great show for you today. But before we get into the good stuff, I'd like to remind you all, our faithful listeners, if you take the time to review our show on Apple Podcasts and we read it on air, you have won our monthly prize pack, so please get those reviews in. Uh, we all know you like to play Rotten Tomatoes on Twitter, so why don't you play it on Apple Podcasts? Now, let me introduce you to my partner in crime, the man who is lobbying for the head coaching job of the New York Jets, the champion of Long Island, and the only man who can bring a Super Bowl back to the city of New York. Everybody, it is. Oh, I wish. God, that's a dream. You are you're, you're literally Al Bundy come to life. You're the only football hope that this town has. I honestly would rather be a general manager if I had to choose, but yeah, um, that's a being a general manager. You like being the boss. Well, you're the boss. Yeah, I Let's mean, be honest. The, you're well, that is the boss, yeah. right? GM is the boss, so I'd much rather have well, the, the control of picking the players <laughs> and putting the players together. And that's the whenever I used to get like Madden or NBA. Uh, First it was live, then I get when it was 2K. I always preferred franchise mode because then I could pick the players and put the team together. I would just sim through the seasons. I just enjoyed being, uh, being the GM and picking the team. So, yeah. Okay, so oh, the, okay, you never played the seasons. I love playing the. Franchise I would play seasons. the rivalry games usually. So the games against the divisional games, mm-hmm. I would play those, um, and that would be it. I would just let the rest of the seasons go, simulate them. So. I mean, as a kid, I used to play when I played lo- NBA Live. I would play the uh-huh. five minute quarters because then I could play the whole season. If you if you actually tried to play like a full length NBA game as, as a video game, like full twenty yeah. minute quarters, is it twenty minutes? It's twelve. I can't remember. Is it? It's yes. four twelve minute quarters. Yeah, four twelve minute quarters. It's it yes, takes it did. A long time. It did, and I remember <laughs> in the beginning, if even time. if you had like, um, you didn't have the cho- choice to pick like what you wanted to do, simulate or um, the time if you like simulate 12 minutes mm. and then play five minutes in the beginning it was just one or the other so if you pick 12 minutes if you decided to play a game you had to play the 12 minutes you couldn't just pay play the shorter version in the season oh, yeah man, that's crazy and then it took you because like eventually at some point like you're making substitutions you're bringing like it takes a lot longer than just like it, it's even longer than it's the so complicated game. to me like the sliders now what you te- what your team what your team what, uh, what you want your team to do defensively offensively like if you're not playing i haven't played i haven't played an nba video game since 
I didn't have one. I'm trying to think. It's probably been since the uh, the Xbox okay. 360. I f- That's probably the last time I played. I think an during NBA COVID, I, I think bought I NBA one one. 2K20. I think during COVID because I just had nothing else to do. So mm-hmm. I was like, I want to. So I bought that game. That's the last one I bought, though. I recently just bought NBA 2K, okay. the original, because my Dreamcast, I found it in the basement. That was fun. Uh, I bought that one specifically because that was the last year of like the Pacers growing up, my yeah. Pacers growing up, my childhood Pacers. <laughs> yeah. So I bu- I bought that this that game specifically recently because did you uh, you know that w- after that they disbanded, they went to the finals, they lost, and then the, the team broke up. So like I have fond memories of that team, so I wanted that one specifically. But yeah, like oh man, I can't remember the last time the last time I played an NHL an NHL video game was probably like NHL thirteen. I think I bought 18. 18 was probably the last, 2018 was the last year I bought it. You know, I had to check on it's, my Xbox. It was it was an Xbox One uh, video game. It's weird. If you compare exactly. like EA's Madden to the NHL, NHL is still a very good game. And so is FIFA, from what people tell me. Um, yeah. I would just, I, I bought the show for the first time. Uh, MLB the show for the first time in, in, in a long time. The first baseball game I bought in a very long time and it, i had a lot of fun with it i thought it was very good so if you like baseball yeah my nephews have it and i i was shocked it, it was on xbox too that's why yeah I it used to be an exclusive for exclusive. playstation it was and then that's why i have hopes for spider-man one day spider-man I will be on so. xbox the show it happened with the show Haas said it's not <laughs> possible <laughs> he's like it's not likely but i was like ah they did it with the show like give me hope yeah <laughs> I feel like that's the only but, thing differentiating for people now is is exclusives. So they might try and hold on tighter to those ones that they have for both. It makes sense. I mean, there's a reason why Sony spent that's all that money on Spider-Man. Yeah. Right? It's very true. But I agree. With, man, it's weird bringing up video games. It's been such a long time since I've actually played. I haven't played a video game in a really long time. So mm-hmm. I, got, I, I got into it. Uh, Obviously, because of the I got I got really into it back in the virus, and then recently, like I just kind of I, I had a lot of fun playing games, and I, I bought a, a Series X recently. I finally saved up enough gift cards from various holidays and birthdays to just buy it, and uh, you know, I, I I love this damn thing. <laughs> I'm very happy I bought this. It took a long time to get it. I have to get it. I like I have it. to get one. I still want to play Surv- Jedi Survivor. I haven't played that yet. Like there's. The, I'll tell you what, that RoboCop game uh-huh. we talked about on the show not too long ago. God damn, is that thing amazing? <laughs> See? Oh my God, I'm shooting everyone in the dick. It is incredible. <laughs> the RoboCop game is a, a thing of beauty. It really is. Oh, man. I love it. I love it. It was that's kind of the reason that f- tilted my hand. I was like, I have to get this, uh, the second, this new Xbox really soon because. You know, they didn't make this game right. for Xbox One. And I, I just, I, you know, we, we talked about it on the show. I see trailers, people talk about it online. And I just, you know, Gotham Knights couldn't get me to buy a new <laughs> console. Spider-Man couldn't get me to switch consoles. But RoboCop was the tipping point, you know. And uh, it, is a, it is a thing of beauty. So if you need a game to play, I suggest right. that one. If yeah, no, I've, I've thought about it. And I was kicking it around a couple weeks ago myself after you said it, after you told me you got you got one. So I was kicking it around. I still have to. The winter's a good time to get these things because when it's cold, you don't feel like doing anything. It's cool to have something like that just kicking yeah, around. It was also on sale. I think it still is. I think it still is. So, um, yeah, I'll look into it again. I'll see what I can do. But, uh, yeah. 
And then, then I could torment you online <laughs> as well as on the show. Well, I mean, I have an Xbox of live account. You could do it regardless whether I'm, <laughs> whether I'm you could yeah, send me messages wrong. when I'm not <laughs> <That's> there. The... <laughs> I, I mean, if you insist. Now you give now you're giving me ideas. So it's fine. No big deal. I actually speaking of ideas, I, I have a I came up with a new song. It was actually more of a remix of an old song and I did dedicated oh, it in your honor. It's more like I like I have like a lyric and I have to write the song around the lyric. This is track you know? what? Like thirty five on your album. <laughs> Of, of Eric's uh, I mean, well, this is like this is also this is like the third disc of of the album too. By the way, and like we're still doing this is like a three CD set. You know, you have the life and times of Holzimon, you have the time after, and then you have the future. That, that it's a three okay. album set. All right. Yeah, it's, it's it's kind of biblical in a sense. Biblical. It's biblical. Oh, yeah. It's, you know what? Yeah. I'm not going to go there with that comment. It's it's it is. I'm just saying it's a little. Well, bit you gonna are you gonna break you know? it down or no? You just oh, so it's it's it's, it's very early. I just thought I was on the John, and it's just it's it's more or less the chorus. Okay, <laughs> ready? <laughs> but it's like it's like holds your mom, holds your mom's got a package for your mom, and then that's it. And then I have to what? build up the rest of the song. So you. that's that's what I came up with. I came up with the chorus. Now I have to find out you know the rest oh of the lyrics. My I just, God. Hopefully after this hour with you, I'll be a little bit more inspired. Yeah. And that maybe like, maybe I'll go to like Taco Bell. And maybe you can enlist David Foster or, the- or another famous songwriter. <laughs> George, uh, 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 what's his, uh, what the hell is his name? George Clinton. Is he still alive? Can I don't I, know if he is. I don't know if he is. I'll ask. I'll you know. find out. I know some guys. Some famous songwriters. Uh, Diane Warren. I can Diane talk, Warren's I'll talk to another you. one. I know. You know, know. See, see if they can help. See if they can. They can. You know. Yeah. Recruitment. See if they can fill out the rest of the song for you. That's all. That's fine. I'll talk to Andre. I mean, I'll, just, I'll send him a okay. text. I haven't texted him in a bit. You know, he's busy. Busy dude. Yeah, well, most people are. All right. Well. Except the regardless whole. of all this, guys, of course, we have news for you. So we're going to we're going to hop into that. We're going to hop into the news. And first, we're going to hop into some date changes because there's been a few. So let's start with Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. They moved it up two weeks to avoid Furiosa, which is probably a smart thing because that movie's. Oddly enough, we were hyped know, on that. <laughs> but but outside of us, everyone else is. So it's moving from May 24th to May 10th. And yeah, it's going to be released on. They want to have their. They basically moving it for the IMAX and the large format screens because they're afraid Furiosa is going to take up all of those when Furiosa mm. comes out. So that's number one. I'm very interested to see which one does better because I feel like we've, it's been a while since we've had a sequel to both mm-hmm. franchises. And I'm curious if Furioso is a name that people are going to remember. Like, it's there's no Mad Max there. Like, I feel like Mad Max as a brand is very recognizable right. at this point. I think it says a Mad. I think the title is Furiosa: A Mad Max Saga. So it'll be okay. yeah. They'll throw yeah, that in there, there. so yeah, people will be right. will recognize it. And it's again, but in um, Fury Road, she was played by Charlize Theron. In this, it's um, God. Mm-hmm. She's uh, all younger here. Uh, this is like her Anya Taylor Joy. What's her name? Yeah. Anna Kendrick. So, Anna Kendrick. <laughs> it's not Anna Kendrick. <laughs> that, 
You're no, like, yes, Anya Taylor Joy. No, Nico, Nico's wife. That's that's who it is. Anya Taylor. Oh, her, oh I, he, he gave up on Kristen Stewart real quick. That guy. He's he's so, not yeah, very he, faithful. Yeah. That one. We're only kidding, by the way. He actually has a girlfriend. I don't want to freak her out. So you're only joking. Oh, but. <laughs> You Probably not, but, but on the rare on the rare event show. that she does, you know. Anyway, she's not giving the competition ratings. <laughs> <laughs> she's loyal. Well, on these other two movies, I think are more uh, have more interest for you, especially. Um, but one on Ghostbusters: Frozen Empire is pushed up by one week, mm. so from March 29th to March twenty second. Um. They want to try to capitalize another on another week of spring break viewership, uh, and it's open. It's going to be open. Don't these people have like calendars when they originally make these plans? <laughs> like the, you know, like they know when the That's days fair. are, are That's falling. Fair. Um, these all like this sounds great. I mean, I you know, like I'm I'm happy it's being moved up. And That's true. Back. It's nicer when you hear movies are being moved up a bit. Uh, and then we were hearing everything mm-hmm. either being moved back or being moved out completely. I felt like for like three years, everything was either delayed or just yeah, canceled. It's crazy. Uh, but yeah. So that's number two. And then the third one is Godzilla versus Godzilla times Kong, right? Yeah. Godzilla times Kong moves up. That doesn't I make know. any sense. I'm just saying like when you say it out loud, it it's Godzilla no time. Well, X Kong, but it's times Kong. It's the new empire. That's the full title of the movie. I just call it right. Godzilla that's Kong. the best way to put it. So that'll open up. Time's like it's a math yeah. equation. <laughs> that is two weeks now. That's two weeks earlier. So it was supposed to be April 12th. Now it's March 29th. Um, so and that's p- taking up the date previously occupied by Academy Award winning director Boon John Jun Hu's Mickey 17, um, which is on immediate delay or um, what's it called? Indefinite delay. That's what I meant to say, because of post-strike production shifts. So, there you go. So, I'm excited for all these. I'm happy they're all being moved up. I feel like the best movie of the bunch will probably be Furioso. The movie I like the most will end probably. up being Ghostbusters. And the movie I, I I'm trying to I'm like I just these monster. What is this universe called with Godzilla and Kong? Is it yeah, called Monster Monsterverse? Yeah. Like it's. It's been okay. Uh, I like Skull Island. I like Kong vs. Godzilla. I like Godzilla. And then I didn't like the other one. Right. You know, <clears throat> the second Godzilla movie. Uh, so, like, we'll see what this is like. Um, I did kind of like yeah, the trailer. Uh, but apparently there's, like, a Super Kong, right? That's basically what it is. There's this Super... Well, there's definitely another... There's yeah. de- like, right? Yeah. Like, we saw yeah. him. In we see trailer. him from a... From a- Baby, Which kind of yeah. makes sense. Like we got Mecha Godzilla right. in the last one, so now we have to get a King Kong bad yep. guy in this one. To be honest, I'd rather just have a King Kong movie than anything else. Like I was really excited after Skull, after well after Skull Island and after Congress Godzilla to see him there. Like I kind of just want to, I, I you know Godzilla's cool. I kind of like them more separate though. To be really honest, like I wish Kong and Godzilla was like a one off. They did like after every you know three movies for each. Right. I. <laughs> Yeah, I they've been hit or miss for me as well. Like I didn't, I haven't loved all of them, um, but you know I'll give it a shot. I'll definitely give it a shot and see. I'll go. Congress uh, Godzilla vs Kong, whatever it is, Godzilla, Congress Godzilla. It was way better mm-hmm. than I thought it would be. It still had some weird elements in it, but um, it was way better than I thought, especially coming off of the God was it? God yeah, of the that's Monsters? the one that had Mothra, right? Yeah, 
Yeah. It, well, it all, Mothra yeah. had all. It, it, they, the only good thing about that movie, honestly, is that they destroyed Fenway Park. Um, that's that's like that's my favorite part of that movie. Um, <sighs> but uh, outside of that, like it, it just didn't really. Resonate yeah, really. I didn't have fun with it. Um, Warner Brothers movies loves destroying ballparks, like Superman. No, Superman turns a plane landed in that one. Uh, Godzilla, <laughs> Godzilla, they destroyed Fenway. Was Men in Black uh, Warner Brothers? Okay. No, I don't think that. I think it's somebody else, Sony Columbia, something like that. And then in uh, in Shazam two, yeah. they just they 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 pretty they messed up Citizen. They Bank did Park pretty well. That they did. They love messing around ball, ballparks. It's craziness. And the original Godzilla, the 90, 1998 or the nineteen ninety eight one, they destroyed Madison Square Garden, even though it's a really bad looking Madison Square. They Garden. did. I, the funny part, my buddy used to tell me they would play that clip when they played the Rangers. <laughs> and post 9-11 right. obviously things changed but they used to be played actually at Nassau I thought it was funny I was like that's a good gag <laughs> we're gonna blow up Madison Square Garden oh man <laughs> that guy who plays the mayor I oh, know that, guy. that movie is so, <laughs> so bad funny. so bad lord oh, I'm sorry for anyone out there who actually yeah, liked it Zilla. but it was terrible the Matthew brought. I was excited for that I remember I actually have it on VHS in the basement I, I went to the theater to see it I was excited for the film and oh god, so disappointing. Yeah, it's. it's I believe now they they call that version of Godzilla just. Oh really? In like Godzilla okay. canon, yeah. Because I, I think at one point he actually fought Godzilla in some form of media. I don't know if it was a cartoon or a Japanese uh, production of some sort, but uh, I believe they've actually encountered hmm. each other. I know it was on recently on one of the movie channels that I have. And I just, I saw it and I watched like five minutes of it. And I'm like, God, this is as bad as I remember. And mm. I kept going. And my, my, my favorite Godzilla movie is still Godzilla 1985. It's a good one. With, uh, what's his name? Isn't it? Um, oh, the old actor. What's, yeah. I'm forget. I know who you're talking about. I'm f- my mother watches his TV show all the time. What's his name? Oh, he plays the lawyer. Oh, what's his name? Uh, Perry Mason. Yes, yes, yeah. The old, the actor used to play Perry Mason. I'm getting his name, it was so funny. My mom's like, he was used to be a Godzilla. I was like, really? Raymond Burr. Raymond yeah, Burr. He was so old and beard. That's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I believe. Like, didn't they like for like us in America? They like edited his scenes yes. into the movie because there's like a Japanese. Version yes, you of can it. definitely tell. <laughs> but yeah, they did. It's it it's still cool. I like, and then they get. Oh man, I love Godzilla nineteen eighty five. I love all those eighties Godzilla. I mean, stuff. I remember watch. They used to have him on Channel Eleven. They used to have like the the Godzilla movies, the old ones, and they would show them every mm-hmm. Saturday. It was Kung Fu movies. On, yeah, on the it was WB. Kung Fu movies on the Channel w- Nine. W- 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 whatever yeah. it was back then, and then it was Channel Eleven. Yeah, UPN, and then it was Channel Eleven had had the Godzilla movies. Crazy. Yeah, we used to watch Saturday, Saturday movie, Saturday, the Saturday yep. movie of the day on uh, yep. WB11. Well, speaking of Warner Brothers, since you brought it up, they have someone coming back to to the fold, and I'm talking about it's not Snyder, Snyder and it's not Christopher Nolan, it's Tom Cruise. Uh-oh. So that's yeah, kind of the next best thing. <laughs> Tom Cruise has entered into a partnership to produce and develop original content, uh, franchise titles which he will also star in. 
This is not an exclusive deal, though. He still has his deal with Paramount to work on Mission Impossible and Universal. He's working on a space, some space mo- movie that's shot in space, which is crazy to me. Uh, directed by. Du- it's Tom Cruise. Nothing's crazy. That's true. You're right. My fault. <laughs> so nothing is is exclusive, but they did bring him in and they released a statement. Well. DeLuca and Abdi released a statement saying, we are thrilled to be working with Tom, an absolute legend in the film industry. Our vision from day one has been to rebuild this iconic studio to the heights of its glory days. And in fact, when we first sat down with David Zasloff to talk about joining the Warner Brothers Discovery team, he said to us, we're on a mission to bring Warner Brothers back. We have the best resources, storytelling IP and talent in the business, and we need to bring Tom Cruise back to Warner Brothers. Today, that becomes a reality, and we are one step closer to achieving our ambition. We couldn't be more excited to welcome Tom back to Warner Brothers and look forward to bringing more of his genius to life on screen in the years ahead. Cruz released a statement saying, I have great respect and admiration for David, Pam, Mike, and the entire team at Warner Brothers Discovery and their commitment to movies, movie fans, and the theatrical experience. I look forward to making great movies together. So, these two... So we're thinking Tom Cruise, Hal Jordan, <laughs> uh, possibly, right? I mean, we're coming on. I mean, I know he just announced Top Gun three is coming out. They're yes, going to they start did. making that. Um, you know, this is a good thing, and it's a good thing for a lot of reasons. One, Tom Cruise is probably the last action hero. Like, you know, no offense to Arnold in that movie, but. Like Tom Cruise, like be be honest, like it's true. Like everyone else is a character. Tom Cruise is Tom Cruise. Yep. Right. Like these other actors just, they don't, you know, you don't go, I feel like you don't go see Chris Evans movies. You go see Captain America, right? Like, uh, you know, for a lot of these guys in the MCU, I mean, probably outside of Downey. I don't know. I mean, the MCU rebuilt Downey, you know, like, but he, he, but he's doing stuff like Oppenheimer and everything now. So he's probably getting his little uh, artsy fartsy (laughs) on. Um, but yeah, like I, I just, I don't know, like Tom Cruise just seems like the last action star that's, that's around and this is good. Um, maybe he'll pop up in a DC film who knows what role it'll be, but I'm sure he's got, if he's got original stuff, that's all right. Like everyone, I don't know. Like, I just like Tom Cruise movies, even the Jack Reach movies. Like I know he's not big and you know, he's not Alan Richardson and not big ass Jack Reacher, but I still like watching Tom Cruise kick the Yeah. Alan Richardson, that was a good choice. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> no, it was for perfect, Jack Reacher, but, but yeah. still, like I don't know. I, I, I even like the Tom Cruise's Mummy. Like I don't hate that movie. You know, like I I like more of Tom Cruise's movies than I I dislike his movies. The know? thing so. I'll say about him is he's co- totally committed. Right, the guy does his own stunts, death-defying stunts at that, like jumping off of mountains and bridges and planes and jumping out of planes. Like he's he's a true he's truly committed to what he does so it's easy to go watch a movie he's in because you know he's giving his all uh so it's very yeah. easy to watch and yeah i agree with you he's probably the last true action star we have and i never thought that for him early in his career so it's weird to see how that's evolved well we're, we're so used to like we're growing up on dudes like arnold and carl weathers like we're talking like yeah he's hulkish yep. like bigger than like like uh, it, good for steroids for making <laughs> my action heroes like you know action figures so like i, I got no problem with that like, that's what i grew up but like tom took an opportunity because a lot of those guys aren't around anymore like stallone pops up here and there like you want an expendables right. movie sure you know like uh, schwarzenegger still pops up every now and then but like tom cruise is out there doing Things these guys stopped doing. I know, and they've ago. tried obviously yeah. with The Rock, um, 
but we saw with Black Adam. I mean, he didn't. And we yeah, we saw Black Adam. It's it. He's no, not he's as big not, as we thought he was. Uh, so it's and strangely enough, it appears Jason Momoa is a bigger action star than um The Rock. I, I mean, you know, so it's very it's very strange the time we're in that the biggest action star star is this like five foot nine, <laughs> sixty year old guy. But uh, it's the truth yeah. that you know. But to be honest, I almost feel like we're coming back to that. I think we, I think we're going to start seeing more of that. Like once, once the studios slow down with the superhero stuff, they, which I think yeah. they are. I just I just think they're going to naturally take a step back, and we're going to find out a lot more once Superman Legacy comes out. Really, where the direction of the genre is going. Um, but I, I think we're going to see a, a turn to more of a. I I I, I just. I got a feeling like 80 styled movies are coming back. Like, I don't know. Like I miss buddy well, cop films. Yeah. Man. And I mean, something like beekeeper is like, is that kind of a movie? Um, it's an eighties mm. style action movie. So yeah. Like I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing something. Like I, I think those, like, and that's not just because I've been hanging out watching lethal weapon in 48 <laughs> hours recently. Like the, those movies just be like, yeah, like I, this stuff is cool. Like I love comic book shit. Everyone sure. knows that. I love it to death. Sure. But like we wouldn't be doing this if we didn't. I I I, I miss a good, yeah like I but I I miss like good old just like movies like Cliffhanger. Seriously, <laughs> like, there is there is a place for those type of films. I still believe in in this current day and age. I think you have so many people like so many different things, and they're exposed to so many different things now with streaming and and you know movies produced on, done on streaming like Netflix having their own films and Prime and all these um, streaming networks that now have make their own movies, you are exposed to different kinds of things that you get some of these movies on those streaming services, but I, there's still a place for it. And that in the theatrical experience, if to throw these movies up there every once in a while. So I do agree with you. I think we're going to see more of a shift back to that, less of the superhero, t- the capes and tights and more of, I guess the James Bond type films, the, the Jason Bourne type films, like those kind of movies um coming back yeah even though yeah like man like i mean matt damon he could have made he, matt damon his career is interesting like he could have he could just keep making board movies for the yeah know? i mean for the time for that short period of time he was the action star yeah. he was the action star so yeah. but it wasn't like long i but he just didn't have that longevity i don't know like even when i think it's funny i think of matt damon and i always think of ben well, affleck of course. like I, I think of yeah. uh what's it called you know what? Uh, what the hell is that movie? Robin Williams. Good Will Hunting. Good Will Hunting. Right? Like I never. Yeah. Like, but when I think of Arnold, I think of him without his shirt on, fighting a, a <laughs> Kevin Peter Walker <laughs> in a rubber suit. You yeah. know, like <laughs> I it, 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 right. Arnold and Stallone will always be the pinnacle of like just amazing action cinema. Right. When you and, think and of. I, I, I don't. Think, I think you can top that, but like someone's got to get close. And Tom Cruise has been the closest guy, and I, he weighs like a I buck eighty five. When you think of Arnold, you don't think of Twins or Kindergarten Cop. You think of Commando and Terminator. Commando right. I, again. I mentioned Last Action Hero. That's Predator, another one. Right. Predator, uh, right. Terminator. Um, yeah. You know, and he had several fr- like he, he. I mean, he he started the Predator franchise. He had the Terminator franchise. You know, and Stallone did his well, thing yeah, with Rocky. Just, Rocky's kind of a of both. It's action because of the boxing, but it's also an art film in a way because it's about his life. So, mm-hmm. but depending yep, on which one you're true. watching, it does get more actiony. Certain, yes. certain, certain, yeah, yes. certain are better than others. So, but yeah, certain. I mean, and then even that's 
that even has its own legacy with now Michael yep, B. Jordan Creed, taking off yep. into Creed. You know, like people love that yeah. story. So I'd love to see Michael B. Jordan even be, I feel like he has aspirations to be a better actor than just like an action star. I'm not saying it's like a bad no. thing, but like, I don't know, like, you know. like I just think for these guys, like I'm goofy, Eric serious type thing. <laughs> I just think for these types, for these actors, those movies are probably taxing and they take a lot of time and they take a lot of energy to do. So they're probably tiring. And after you do three of them, which is nuts because it feels that's like the thing. Doesn't get that's, tired. and he, like I said, he's 60 years old and he's still doing these things. Yeah. And he's like upping his ante. Like you said, he's doing a movie in space. It's unbelievable. I just hope it's as good as gravity. <laughs> Please don't get me started. If you did that on purpose, well done, because I hate that movie. So <laughs> I did. Oh. <laughs> you want to get on Eric's <laughs> bring up BVS and gravity, and it just instantly changes Eric's. Oh mood. God. Gravity more than BVS. Because that oh man. I love gravity too. No, you do you? I do. I think it's a phenomenal movie. I love I love Bullock. I love Clooney. I think it's beautifully looking, like shot. All the space shots are fantastic, but God, it's boring. It's so boring. And then the it's ending so, is so oh, ridiculously I mean, stupid. I thought Dune was boring. She lands, they, she lands and then she just steps up and walks with like these, this flowing. It, it was dumb. I, I was bored. Then, but let me tell you that scene in star Wars where Leia dies, but still floats with the space. That's, that's dumb that's too, scene. but. <laughs> it's dumb, but it it made quack. sense in the context of the film. It's it's not <laughs> it's not my favorite scene in the Star Wars movie by any stretch of the imagination, but I understand what it meant in within the film. Gravity, oh. yeah, I I don't know if you like it, and I know there's tons of people out there who love it, and I I know it won a ton of awards. Congratulations! It's just something that didn't resonate with me. That's it. It's just a movie that I didn't didn't get, didn't like. And I never want to see it again. That's there that so, we go. Uh, I brought up Jason Momoa, and he was in the news. Um, we have heard for a long time that he'd been rumored to taking on the character of Lobo, and he's spoke to Screen Rant, right? That's who it was about playing Lobo, mm -hmm. and this is what he says: What's Lobo got? He's got the great chain with the sickle on it, right? He's got the chain and the hook. I mean, obviously, we're going to have to do stuff like that. But I'd throw in some kind of custom, a custom piece. I'd have to think about that. That's a good question. I'd have to think about what I would make. Now, the if people complained about Momoa being too Momoa and Aquaman, just <laughs> wait until Lobo. Because he literally is going to dress as himself, but he's painted white. <laughs> I know. The the only Just time wait. I saw him in live action was on the show Krypton. Did you ever see watch Krypton? No, I haven't. But their costumes look phenomenal. I saw what yeah. they did with Brainiac. I remember famously commenting that how good it looked on the sci-fi show. Brainiac looked and we couldn't get things right in, <laughs> in movies at the time. But yeah, the that's the only other time I saw him. I don't remember who played him, but he looked like he looked really good. So... I'm I'm down for this. I've been down for it since I heard it. If he's if he's truthfully and obviously all signs point to Aquaman not continuing, then yes, let him be Lobo. Um, he's per is perfect casting. Might be one of the most perfectly cast characters in history. Uh, so I'm down. I just don't know if people are gonna well, care. I can't. I don't think. 
Like, who knows about Lobo? He's such You're an right. obscure character. Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, outside of fanboys... Like you're counting, and this is it. You said Momoa is a yeah. bigger star than The Rock. You're counting on star power to drive this movie. That's all Lobo's got going for. I don't is think Momoa. he would be. I don't know if he would he- headline the film. I don't know if it'd be a Lobo movie. So we're just gonna shove him in Superman <laughs> Legacy with the rest of the movie. It everybody? would fit for what they're doing. It would fit to throw him in there. But no, I <sighs> think you can introduce God. him in and then do a movie if ha- seeing how the response is. Like you introduce him as a villain. I mean, that's the logical right. way to do look. I get yeah. it. That makes total sense. I mean, but that means they're not going to do it that way. <laughs> yes. Their history would be, you're right. That they're not going to do it that way. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, I totally would love this. I just think I've seen him now as Aquaman. I mean, Cal Drogo, obviously in game of Thrones, I've seen him as Aquaman. I saw him play a villain in the fast, um, in fast 10, he plays Dante in the, the last fast series. Is that movie any He's good? I know great you love it. them. He really is great in the movie. Okay. I stopped with so those after. If you uh, want to see Tokyo his performance, movie. it's worth the watch because he's fantastic in the film. He's over the top and it's just very, very good. So I want to see more of him just on screen. So yes, if Lobo's next, then let's go. I'm in. You're yeah, all about I'm, it. All right. I, I, I'm, I'm more indifferent. Like, I don't know. Like, I, to be honest, I just... I'm waiting to see. Like everything depends on Superman Legacy. I got to see that. I mean, I just, I don't. Lobo just doesn't move anything for me. He just doesn't. Yeah, I, I mean, I only like I said, I only mm-hmm. know about him in bits and pieces. I'm not a huge fan of his or know much about him, but I know Momoa, and that's what would get me to go. So yeah, I just I don't know with the landscape of things going on. I don't know if you want to go with obscure characters anymore. I don't think I think you've got to go out with heavy hitters. I think you got to bring the A list. I agree. No, with the with the way that people are going, like, you know, like right. I don't think he. I don't think they should do a Lobo film. I think that he should be Lobo in a film, mm-hmm. and then like I said, if it, if he gets a good, well received, then definitely if they want to do a solo film with him and they think he can carry it like he did with Aquaman, then go for it um yeah I just, i'm bummed i'd rather i honestly i'd rather have aquaman 3 than lobo yeah i mean we both liked aquaman if i had too, if so. i had if, if it was you know yeah like I, i'm a big fan i'd much rather see that story go on than see him play a, a lobo i just have i have no interest in lobo. right none at all i mean i'll be there i'll check it out if he makes an appearance in legacy so be it if he, if he appears in the brave and the bold right. okay whatever like if that movie even happens like great but like I don't know, like it's just this. No, no needle, no no reaction. Okay, Lobo. It just it was just an excuse for me to write O Kowalski <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter. That's all really well, speaking was. of Aquaman, one of the stars, as we know, of Aquaman was Dolph Lundgren, and he spoke about the original script that Aquaman had before DC shifted gears and um, Gunn and Safran took over. We knew there, we know there was a different different movie. And he spoke about this one, and I'll read some of his quotes. He said, my opinion is that I thought the original script was great. I was a bigger part of it, and Amber Heard was a bigger part of it. Um, Obviously, as we know, everything came out after the Gun Safran got hired, and they went in a different direction, and then Batgirl got canceled. And we knew originally Affleck was supposed to be in Aquaman 2. He wasn't. Um... Well, it was actually Keaton, and yeah. then yeah, that's right. It became it, or it was Affleck, and then yes. Keaton. No, you're right. The order anymore. 
You're right. It was Keaton first, and then yeah, then Affleck. Um, he also said there were a bunch of other story points were, that were added in reshoots. So he said the studio decided, I guess, to just reshoot a bunch of footage to try and build a slightly different storyline, and that's tricky because you can't reshoot the whole movie. Um. Yeah, uh, I mean, I have no problem. I thought Amber Heard was in it more than more than enough. Um, and I, and I feel the same for Dolph, to be honest. He was there when he needed to be. Um, wh- whether the other movie was entirely different, very possible. I don't know. We all know movies go through reshoots and changes and rewrites, and that these things happen on set while they're filming. They happen during reshoots and stuff. So, uh, you know, I'm happy with the movie that came out. Uh, I enjoyed it for what it is. I really enjoyed this movie. I argue, I arguably, th- I can argue that it's just as good as the original um in my mind um so i i don't know like yeah i mean i don't know to me that just seems like yeah that's hollywood man like how many movies do you know where there are no changes at all and especially with what went down right. with amber heard like we all knew something right. was going to happen you you know ezra miller nothing happened yeah. we saw what happened in that movie the amber heard situation that all everything kind of i'm going to affect ezra because you, you have ezra you have amber and talk about the big three yep. and jonathan majors like <laughs> post Ezra everyone's punishment has been a it's little true. bit more severe it's true and yeah I agree it's you know you don't want to and Major just lost his Dennis Rodman job yeah yeah you know he's suffer. he's he's really you suffering don't want to continue with a film if you're making a film that doesn't have a payoff like people are com- have complained about that with DC in the past famously the end credits scene in um was it BVS Justice, yeah, Justice and credit with Justice League, uh, with um, Deathstroke and and Luther, and Lex. yeah. So like, you don't want to do those things and then not be able to pay them off in the future. And I think that's one of the, uh, probably one of the care pieces they said because they left in the post credit scene in Shazam two, um, and we have no idea what that's going to do, right? So. Mm-hmm. I think you don't want to be as ambiguous now, especially with the state of the the comic book movie genre as a whole. You don't want to promise things you're not going to be able to deliver. So I feel bad that obviously they had a larger role, so their scenes get cut. <laughs> I'm sure that doesn't impact their salary because they shot the movie, so they still get paid. But, you know, I feel bad that you the exposure you had isn't as big, but they're, they have to do what best serves the studio and, and the IP going forward. So. I don't. People already didn't come out and see this movie. I, I would imagine less people would go see it if Amber Heard had a Lord. You role. would think, yeah. I'll be honest, you would think. I mean, she was she was very like, light in the promote um, promotional materials. She only has a short, small mm-hmm. scene in the trailer. So yeah, she only has one action figure, and it's extremely hard to find. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> I, I I searched high low for this thing. I had to buy it on eBay yeah. for twice as much. You know, I just I, I'm, I'm being honest. Like it's. They even in action. They even limited her action figure. Like they they were afraid. I think post Ezra, they're very afraid of what you know an actor actress in legal trouble can do. Yeah, you're right. But like you said, they learned their lesson and, with uh, the Flash, I guess. And because remember, everyone kept asking, "Where's the promotions for Aquaman? Why aren't we getting more promotional materials?" Maybe they were just you know course correcting and shifting from what happened with the Flash. I don't know. I don't know, but. In retrospect, it looks like that could have been part of the deal. Maybe they thought if no one knew Amber was in the movie to begin with. (laughs) (laughs) Very possible. Which is sad because I like her as Mara. Like, I don't care. Evan's like, there's no chemistry. I'm like, I mean, all right, whatever. That was one of my gripes from the original movie. 
I didn't think their chemistry was great, but I still liked the movie, so it didn't completely kill it for me. But no, I really enjoyed. I did too. Me talking about it. I I like both of those movies, so you know, I'm I am a little sad we're not getting a film. Like you said, I'm a little little sad about it, but yeah, I thought I just you know I, I I don't know like. I like I, I like everything they did. Like I was just I'm like, oh man, like this sets up Black Manta for even yep. more. Like, can you imagine? Like, what other stupid stuff can Black Manta get into in the depths of mm-hmm. the ocean? You know, like I was I was excited and seeing everything. I don't know. I just, but hey, I got two live action Aquaman movies. Yep. Don't take that wrong. If this is all we've ever get we ever get, then I'm happy with what we got. So, and we yeah. we're rare because most people don't agree with us. So, uh, hey. Yeah, we're happy. We're happy. You made two guys happy at least. That's all. So, yeah. well, I mentioned Gun. I've been talking about okay. Gun and Saffron, and one of the things, um, one of the IPs that Gun announced during uh, when he did his slate about what he's going to do with the DC uh, movie universe moving forward was Creature Commandos, and he spoke on Threads, and he he kind of hinted at one of the characters, uh, lead characters, and he it would be the Bride, who's voiced by in. Which I assume is a take on the Bride of Frankenstein. So, right? Like she looks like that in that that image they released. She's got the little white thing in her hair, her Mark yes. Simpson hair. From what it looks like in the yeah, uh, she looks like that. Um, what's it called? I'm forget it. I just slipped my mind. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, there you go. So let it go. Holzman, uh, no. But <laughs> as we know, it's going to be a series. Uh, Seven-episode series, Frank Grillo is Rick Flagg Sr., Indira Virma is The Bride of Frankenstein. There you go. David Harbour as Eric Frankenstein. Maria Bakalova as Princess Ilyana Rostovich. Alan Tudyk as Dr. Phosphorus. Zoe Chow as Nina Mazursky. Sean Gunn, of course, as G.I. Robot and Weasel. And Steve Agee as John Economos with Viola Davis reprising Amanda Waller in animated form. So, there you go. Alan Tudyk, anything he's in, I'm interested in. He's a very he good voice actor. He's very good as the Joker as, on uh, yep. Harley Quinn. Uh, this still doesn't really do much for me, man. Like, I don't, I know this is the real kind of big kickoff to this new DCU. I just, I don't know. Like, this is, <laughs> I don't know. I love cartoons. I love comic books. I could care less about these characters. I hope, my I, hope. I, I hope this yeah, thing is groundbreaking. I, I hope really do. that. It's so good that doesn't matter if you're interested or not, you know, you'll you'll gravitate towards it anyway. That's my hope. I just I, I got a feeling this is way more for the fans than it is for the GA. I think this is to get us on board. It's animated, it's got people we know in it. Like I think this is more reassurance than anything else. Like I think this is gonna be like, hey, this is the tone, this is what I'm gonna do. Like even in, even in a cartoon, which I think is a weird way to go about it. But like it's just uh, you know every, I know everything's I think, connected. They're like we're more connected than Marvel because we got cartoons that are connected. And I was like, well, they have what if that's connected in another universe. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Again, you, again, you you, you didn't no. beat them to the punch. Um, so it's like I don't know. Just what do are you, you doing? I think of all of our friends who are also into comic books and everything. I think Justin's the only one I know that knew knew much about Creature Commandos. I could be wrong, but. Now, yeah, right. Like it does sound like something. Thing. I think he was one of the ones when it was announced. He was like, "Oh, he's like, yeah, oh, dude, these yeah. are rad." I think that's exactly <laughs> what he said. <laughs> so, I mean, I hope for the people who do know the Creature Commandos that this is everything you've ever asked for. 
That's it. I hope that that's what you want. I, to be honest, I didn't even know about them. Until I wanted my announced. Wonder Twins movie that got pulled from me, so I'm sad. But you guys get your Creature Commandos. That, that's, it's funny because I remember when they announced that and everyone was like, who wants this? I was like, actually, I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I know a guy. He's an old man, but I know a guy. <laughs> Well, hey, if he they could take Aquaman and make him cool, maybe they could have done the same thing with the Wonder Twins, right? I was I was interested to see it, but they would have had to come up with better things that they turn into. But that's that's it. That's the only thing that would have changed. Because from uh, Super Friends, they one of them turned into something useful. The other was thing was usually something completely dumb, made no sense. So, yeah, toaster. They'd be like form of water and you're like oh okay and then yeah the other one would be like form of a rock and you're like what the <laughs> like doesn't make any okay. sense so I don't, I, the wonder twins are way more yeah. my time you never watched super friends not even uh i i did but not, i mean it's not like like i don't remember right. it as vividly well, as you do like i've seen i've seen the episodes if, i imagine you've seen well, it was saturday morning cartoons so yeah, like I, yeah, you know, and you're watching yeah. it in real time. Like I, you know, I, I've never seen a handful, but like I know, I know they got yep. purple suits. They did, and they had like <laughs> weird spiky hair, and yeah, they were from um, Zan and Jaina. I forget the planet they were from, but yep, 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 yep. So that's crazy. Give me some Batman. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna give you Batman. I'm gonna give you Supergirl casting news. So. Oh, this is bad yeah. for Sasha. Uh, which I liked her in the role, so I'm I'm. She was good playing a female <laughs> cowboy. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You're right. That's pretty much what she played. Uh, but they're planning to test actresses soon to star in Supergirl, and Millie Alcock, Amelia Jones, and Meg Donnelly are in the mix. Now, Millie Alcock is on House of the Dragon. Um, she played a young Rhaenyra Targaryen on House of the Dragon, so. That's where I know her from, and she's fantastic. So if they give, if she gets it, I'd be very, very happy in with the casting. Not that, I mean, I'm not a Supergirl fan to begin with, but I, it would make me at least I'd know that she's in it, and I, I feel the role's in good hands. Um, Jones was in Youth and Apple, Oscar, uh, Youth and Apple's Oscar Best Picture winner Coda, as well as the Netflix series Lock and Key. Donnelly has starred in Disney Channel Zombies franchise and is already the voice of Supergirl in the DC animated movies Legion of Superheroes and Justice League Crisis on Infinite Earths Part 1. So there you have it. Uh, I don't know anything about <laughs> these girls. I don't know any of their work they've been in, but uh, uh, I'm interested to see. I'm glad we're going with a clean slate. I think it's necessary. I think I, I've been saying this for a long time. I thought everything from the DCU needed to be wiped clean. I think we yep. needed a fresh start. Um, you know, is it the fresh start I had hoped for? It doesn't seem like it is. Um, also, it, it makes it seem like they don't know if this is going to be for a Supergirl movie or if they're going to shove her in Superman Legacy with everyone else. Like, it's just, it's just like, gosh, it's like, who this is movie's it? Has to, it's going to have to be like four hours with the amount of people that they have in it. It's... Oh God! Like, hey, we're setting this big. Here's our four-hour extravaganza. Like, I mean, oh, I pray God, that man. it's obviously. I film. want this movie to be so good. I want a good Superman movie again. So, I'm really just hoping beyond hope that it's fantastic. This thing sounds like 
everything everyone said the flash was just like a, just a splooge fest of cgi and cameos like it's just here you go here, just throwing it all on the screen here this is what you wanted right like it's just like you know like it just i don't know i, I hope the gun doesn't good. seem like the type that does that though so uh he doesn't but if he's told to do that because that's what zaslov wants his universe to be then you know he's got to do his job like I don't know what I don't, what is James Gunn's job? Is James Gunn's job to build uh, a DCU yes. in his image? Is it his job to build a DCU under Zaslov's uh, bullet points? Like like what? Like I don't know what his job is. Like everyone, like, we got this figure and he's always on threads telling us when like we need you know the plan. But I'm like, well, I to be honest, we don't know. I don't shit. think we know the same thing we always knew, which was a slate of movies. That I don't happen. think he takes the job if he doesn't have full autonomy to do what he wants to do. So uh, I don't know. I don't know. How I don't think, he so dude. He just he's come off a depends. super successful franchise with in the MCU. I don't think money is an issue for him, and not to mention how good Peacemaker was. I don't know that. So I don't yeah, think. I don't know. I don't know his lifestyle. He <laughs> no, that's honest though. Like Alan Iverson blew through all his money. Like you can, you know, I don't know what James Gunn's doing in his spare time. He could be spending it all in Vegas for all I know. But like, yeah, like I mean, people need money. These guys live in LA. It's you know, it's the most. Ask Justin. It's expensive. No, no, I'm not. There. I, I, I just think that's a little crazy. <laughs> but I no, I honestly don't think he takes that job if he doesn't have the full autonomy to tell the story he wants to tell. He doesn't seem like the type that does well with people telling him what to do. So I'm sure there are things that Zaslav might have said. Okay, I would like these things. And I'm mm. sure um, mm. Gunn said, okay, we'll try and do that, but I want final cut. And yeah, I mean, these are I don't things know. I don't really You're know. right. I, I'm just assuming because I don't, I would never take that job if I didn't have final cut. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what point of his life does he care anymore? Is he like, you know, is he, is he, is he like the athlete who's already made his millions? Well, but like he's going to get that one final big, huge contract that's really just perfect, set him up for the rest of his life? Or is he the guy who needs to constantly win championships and will take less money just to constantly win? Like, I don't know who James Gunn really is, you know, like, so I don't know what he's really doing until I see something. I guess I have to wait for Creature Commandos. Well, you've seen enough of his work it, to but... know who he is. I don't think, I mean, you know what kind of director he is. I see, yeah, I see enough of his work, and I I, I can't believe the guy who wrote Slither is going to be bringing me a Superman movie, you know? But I, I mean, I could say this, I can't believe Kenny Bride brought, uh, uh, yeah, Ken, what's his name? Uh, 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 oh, dude, uh, with the mullet, the baseball player TV yeah. show on HBO. Danny McBride. McBride, Danny McBride. like that guy. Kenny Powers. I can't believe Kenny Powers brought me Halloween. Well, his name is Danny McBride. The real guy is Danny McBride. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Okay, well, I've got his, I got his name and his actor and his role confused. But yeah, like I can't believe that guy did that. You know, Todd Phillips right. gave me Joker. I know Todd Phillips from Due Date. You know, <laughs> Hangover. So like, yeah, they could do things outside. They could do things totally outside of what I'm used to, and, and they could deliver. But I got to see it first. You know, like I remember when when Joker came out, my buddy was like, Todd Phillips doesn't he do like vacation he did the hangover movies. <laughs> yeah you know and it's i'm like yeah like I, I don't know we're gonna find out and then he delivers this like psychological quasi-depressing <laughs> film and i'm like dude i didn't see this in you so i don't know like james gunn may have something i don't see in him but like uh, I mean, he just doesn't seem like the guy i would have picked for superman you know he loves you know he knows comics you know he loves the character yeah so he's good with lore. that's what yeah. i that's what i putting my faith in 
and then seeing how he handled mm-hmm. Guardians, which was a obscure title, and what he did with that franchise. So yeah. I'm yeah. I'm I'm hopeful. Uh and I do think that he probably he has final say in whatever the hell he does. Um so I just it's just his DC stuff is so close to what he did with Guardians, it's just kind of like it's going for it's just like the almost the R-rated version. Like the Guardians is PG thirteen, Suicide Squad and Peacemaker yeah. are rated R. You know, but they're very similar. So like I need to that's I, fair. you know what I'm saying? I've seen him do something very similar that's twice. That's fair. I mean, no, that's a fair ways. take. I can't I can't refute that. That's a fair take. So we'll see. All right, we'll see. We'll see how he handles it. It's not that I don't believe in him. We'll see how he handles it. Everything about Superman Legacy has me where like there's so much riding on this there's movie. There's a lot. I honestly feel like the entire future of the genre rides on Superman well, the Legacy. The entire future of his portion of the genre does revolve around Superman Legacy. Yes, you're right. Um, if that movie does not do well, his whole plan might get tossed and again. And then I don't think we're going to get DC films for at least five years, maybe longer. No, I think it'll go so. back to the way it used to be. I think I think you'll have Batman and Spider Man, and everyone else will pop up every. Instead of getting three movies every six months, you're going to get three movies every like three. Years. I also think, like <laughs> I say, you know? for in Marvel, I think the Captain America film is pivotal. Uh, he's a big character in in Marvel, and you know, yeah, I, I'm excited. I'm interested in that because you're taking a character that everyone knows, and you're kind of you're replacing him right. with another character. You know, like I, I'm very curious to see how a lot of people respond to Sam Wilson as Captain America, no, and it's not because of a race thing. No. It's just because Captain America, Steve Rogers, right. like everyone, you know, like especially now, Chris Evans has elevated that character, and we all know about S- Sam Wilson and everything. But like, I don't know how many people really watched Winter Soul, uh, right. Falcon, I Winter mean, Soldier either. And see Captain that Captain America, you're right, is Steve Rogers. That's who mostly most everybody knows him as. So it's that's what I mean. It's it's a pivotal movie for Marvel to see. Okay, is this gonna work? Can we put um, mm. Sam Rogers? I mean, yeah, Sam. What's his name? Yeah, and can Anthony Mackie yeah. do this? Like, can he headline his own movie? He's always been. He's he, you know, he's, always he's always been, been a co-star. Let's yeah. be honest. Even yep, in his yep. own TV show, he's always been a co-star. You're right. So we'll see. If Sam Wilson could carry it. You'll see. We'll see. But I on the last episode that we did, we, we said that David Ayer was no longer going to talk about his cut of the Suicide Squad, but apparently he did. Now, I don't know if this was done before he said that. I'm assuming it might have been, um, but he was speaking with Steve Weintraub from Collider, and he took a, the opportunity to ask him about his vision for Suicide Squad. And he elaborated by saying he made a war movie, and DC countered by saying they wanted a DC movie. And this is the exact quote. It's part of my history. It is what it is. I would have shut up about it a long time ago if my cut was like, oh, it's a tweaky thing. This scene is 30 seconds different or we use different takes or there's a scene I cut. People don't understand how plastic film is, how you can come to two totally opposite results with the same medium as photographed. So, I mean, I'm coming off of Fury. I basically made a war movie in the DC space. So I wanted to. So I made a David Ayer movie and DC's like, well, we want a DC movie and the results are what we got. I I liked Suicide Squad, uh, at least the first two thirds of it. A lot of people did. Um, the last third is terrible. So, <laughs> which what is whatever. But I thought up until the scene where they're in the bar 
and they do the final fight. I thought it was a pretty good movie. Uh, and a lot of people agreed with me because it made almost it made seven, almost seven hundred fifty million dollars worldwide. So, yeah, it's the movie that's aged the worst for me. Yeah, I probably agree with that too. I don't like it as like, much, even even more so than Justice League. Um, yeah, I just here's the thing. Like, I know I know what he's saying, and I get it. And I just I've moved on personally. Um, but like at the same time, I'm like, even going back to what the studio and Snyder, like, you know what Snyder's about, you know, what he's going to do, you know, what Ayer brings to the table, you know what he's going to do. Like you guys can't be that surprised with the final product right. he delivered. Like, you know what these, these directors do, you know, you, you know, their right. style. So lot, I think it's more on the studio than those guys. Um, but it's, it's a shame that we, we probably will never get to see it. It seems like they have no intention on doing it. Um, it seems like they're not nearly as pestered or as bothered by a certain group of people as they were yeah. for another movie. So it seems like it's just not, you know, something like, all right, let's do this. Get, let's get them out of the way. Like, you know, like I just, this thing will probably never see the light of day. And I don't know if he's got a copy at home that he can watch, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he did yeah. go on to say, and I mean, we've heard this, he said it before on Twitter, but he said he's, he made one of the best comic book movies ever and the guts got ripped out of it. And all I can go off of is the original trailer that we saw and then the, the cut that we got. Mm-hmm. I can I see what he's saying there. I can see the tonal difference um, in both of those things. So yeah. I'm with him there. But to say something like that is just nuts. <laughs> like, that's crazy. I'm glad he's confident in it. I would be, yeah. too. I but... just I mean, I, don't know. I heard the Flash was also one of the greatest comfort movies of all time. I agree. Good. But I agree. <laughs> you know. I uh, I don't know. I don't know what his end game is. I don't think he's ever really going to stop talking about this, and he shouldn't have to. Um, you know, as long as it's not something that takes over his life, uh, I, I could deal with it. But at the same time, I moved on. You know, I was kind of like, even I was putting this together. I was like, is this news? Do I want to talk about this again? Well, it's it's <laughs> perfect because, like I said, the last show we said he wasn't, and then this show is like, oh wait, <laughs> that wasn't true. He's back. Yeah. So, so it's kind of a perfect thing. But yeah, I, again, I feel bad for him that he didn't, the movie that he made, he didn't get, wasn't released. That's the only thing. You know, and and I feel bad because it feels like they were reacting to somebody else's movie. You know, like, I I know the reactions of BVS weren't positive, but you should have let David Ayer just be David Ayer. I agree. Who knows? Maybe his movie would have been really well received. You know? I, I think Ayer's, uh, I personally like Ayer more than Snyder when it comes okay. to films. Like, I think he's just, I think he's a better director. So, you know, I think, I think it, well, his stories are better. I think his writing's better than Snyder. Reno won't agree with me. He'll probably laugh in my face, but well, yeah, like between the two, like, I just, I don't think you should hold Ayer accountable for what Snyder did in BBS. Well, you look at the movies that Ayer wrote on. I mean, you like Training Day, right? He wrote it. Like he's, yeah. as a writer, Reno yelled at me about Training Day last night, so that's a perfect example. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he didn't want to be a Dr. David Day on Training Day, but then some improvised everything on the list. <laughs> Reno, listen to me. Like it was like that. I was like, okay, I still like the movie. <laughs> He's like, stupid American. You don't I, know. Well, I love that movie. It's one of my favorite movies. So, yeah. I told him, I was like, Training Day is the best Green Lantern movie we'll ever get. <laughs> that's an interesting take, but okay. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, if you yeah. if you look at Hal Jordan yeah, yeah. and Sinestro, that's uh-huh. that's it. I see it. No, I do see it. 
Just I never thought of it that way, but I do see it. Get one of your star. Get get Dave Filoni over here. Have him change all the all the gang people to aliens, and <laughs> we, got our, we got ourselves a movie. <laughs> well, there is a there's this the well. Let me phrase it this way: It was supposed to be a movie at first, but now they've made it into a series. I'm talking about the Walking Dead spinoff, the Rick and Michonne spinoff. Oh, so yes, now it's a it's show. A series, okay, apparently. I, I thought it was a film, but it's not. Yeah. It originally was. So the, they released a trailer for it. Now, did you watch The Walking Dead? I watched, I, I haven't seen season 10. I've seen okay. the first nine seasons. And I actually watched, I binge watched it two, I binge watched nine seasons two Halloweens ago. Okay. I had a blast with it. And I thought, and it's funny because I remember you specifically telling me it fell off. And I was like, Eric's nuts. This show has been, it's still as good as it ever was. I was like, it's still the same thing. It's still like good people versus zombies versus bad people who want to be, you know, whatever. I was like this, I'm still captivated. Yeah, I I really was. I think after season five, I was kind of like, yeah, I'm done. There's nothing else that I wanted to see um, in that show. But these two were two of my favorite characters. So when I heard they were doing this, I'm like, okay, I definitely want to see it. The trailer looks really good. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Lincoln's yeah, fantastic. Um, to get him back, I'm excited. I mean, it's it's good. It's it's going to bring back fans like me who who stopped right. watching a little bit. You know, like I I, I haven't caught up with uh, season ten. I haven't watched the Daryl show. I didn't originally like Fear the Walking Dead, but I know that show's taken off, so I have to. I have a lot to catch up on. But getting Rick back. That's going to get me back in the swing of things. That's going to get me to binge some stuff. I'll tell you that right now. Having Rick back. Yeah. Huge. I mean, he obviously was the the main character for most of the series. Uh, he's the main character in the, in the comics. So yeah. And Michonne, I remember when she first appeared on the walking dead, it was such a big deal. Uh, so, yeah. and deny, deny Guerrero is fantastic. We, she was great in um, black, both black Panther films, um, you know, and, Dude, I for I dude, I totally forget that's I know because she's bald. I know, but she's fantastic. Uh, and just in the just the way this thing looks like it was shot, it's such high quality. I'm really, really looking forward to it. this trailer. And yeah, it is a great. This job. trailer really pulled me in after for someone who had left the franchise completely. For them to, I mean, it's basically AMC. Yeah, AMC. AMC. AMC is basically like HBO. Yeah, they do have a lot of high quality programming. So. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. And I think fans of the walking dead will all should all look forward to it. It looks like it's a really, really well done show. I am. I'm, it, I'm telling you, man, this is going to get me back in the swing of the dead. I'm going to start reading again. Like this is, I'm excited for Rick's return. I, I think this is what I needed to really get my juices. flowing. I, I'm with you. I'm with you on it. I definitely want to see it. I'm really anticipating it. So I got, I got three seasons of the walking dead. just right here within arm's reach. Like I tell you, I, I love the first two seasons. They're, they're some of my favorite seasons so, of television. We'll see. We'll see, but I'm, I'm dude. You know, zombies have been zombies have been. Uh, the, you know, the, the I think before the superhero uh, craze, zombies were the yep. were the big yeah, thing, World right? War Z and so I'm well, yeah, yeah, that was a big part of it. Yeah, so I'm I'm down for uh, I'm down for a little zombie retribution. So bring on, bring on the dead, yeah. bring on the I can't dead. Wait, well, what we are bringing on starting today is the NFL playoffs. So Pete and I are going to quickly give our picks for the games this weekend. So I'll just, I'll uh, read through the games. So you want to go for it? You're, huh? you're the pro. Okay. You want to do that? 
Okay, you do it your way. Do, you, How do you want to do it? Show. I have no idea, but I like what you're doing. So you, All you right, go so with it. I'll. Um, do you want to give me your picks first, and then I'll do mine, or? No, do what you were originally okay. going to do. Read off the games. Right. So like style. the first game we have is actually an hour and a half from now starts. We're recording on Saturday, as Pete said. So it's Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns versus the Houston Texans. Houston is home. Pete, who do you like? I I mean, I, I'm rooting for Cleveland. I'm just okay. telling you who I'm rooting for. I'm going with Cleveland on this. One, because I believe it's Joe Flacco starting yes. at quarterback, correct? Which which is great for the Jets, <laughs> and it's also Deshaun Watson's also not on uh-huh. not there, right? He's not the quarterback. It's against the Texans. I'm rooting for Cleveland for probably all the wrong reasons, but I'm rooting for Cleveland. Um, this one I'm kind of torn on. Uh, if Watson was starting, I'd root for Houston, okay. but he's not. I'm a little torn on this game. I'll say that. Um, I think Houston has had a fantastic season. C.J. Stroud's a rookie, and he's led them to the playoffs and. Uh, they have a lot of young talent on their team. I'm not sure if everyone though is, is pl- who I'm thinking in my head is playing for the Texans, so I'm not sure they're going to have a full team, especially on offense with their playmakers. Uh, I love Cleveland's defense. It would Joe Flacco's a good story. Um, I'm really torn on it, but I'm going to go with the Browns um, just because I think they're more experienced and they have uh, what's it called? They have an experienced quarterback. Uh, and a, a really, really elite defense. So I'm going to pick Cleveland in that game. All right. So tonight we have Miami traveling to Kansas City to play the Chiefs in what's supposed to be an extremely cold game. So who do you got, Pete? I I love the head coach of the Dolphins. I'm rooting for the okay. Dolphins. Well, I'm taking the Chiefs. I'd like to see the upset here. And I know people might be thinking, oh, Eric, you Jets fan, you hate the Dolphins. This is true. I do. But Miami is not. They're a fast team and cold weather has a way of slowing you down. And I just can't see a chiefs team with Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey losing at home uh, against the Miami dolphins. So I'm picking, yeah, I'm picking Kansas city. Those are all good points uh, in this game, but um, I wouldn't be surprised. But remember last year, Miami came really close in Buffalo in a very cold, uh, uh, upstate New York to beating them in the first round last yeah. year too. So, I think Miami's got a shot here, man. I, I really do. I, th- I I don't know, I don't know if the cold's going to bother them that much because I rem- I remember that game in Buffalo and if they had their starting quarterback, they, I, I mean, they won. they're they're extremely dangerous. I mean, this is Tyree Kill's first game. I mean, first playoff game back in Kansas City as well. So there's that's another storyline there. But mm-hmm. I just He's can't imagine. Sure. I just can't see Kelsey and. Mahomes and Reed losing at home in the first round of the playoffs. I could be wrong, but that's who I'm going with. All right. So tomorrow we have two games. It's the first game is Green Bay traveling to Dallas to face off against the Cowboys. Pete, who do you got? I'm, I mean, <laughs> for the Cowboys. <laughs> I'm going Dallas all the way. Are you kidding? I, I want Giants fans to be miserable. I'm going with the Cowboys. <laughs> okay. Uh, I am too, just because they have been ridiculously good at home. Uh, on the road is where they've had their struggles, but they're undefeated at home. They are um, loaded talent-wise. It's something I say every year. They do have a ton of talent. And I just can't see Green Bay, this young team. Uh, Jordan Love is better than I thought he would be. Uh, they have a very young team. 
I just can't see them going to Dallas and beating Dallas in Dallas. If this was in Green Bay, I might think differently. But the way Dallas has been home this year, I got to go with the Cowboys. Uh, tomorrow night, we have the, the Rams traveling to Detroit to face off against the Lions. Now, this is in a dome, so weather's not a factor. So, Pete, who do you got? Uh, I, I'm not root, I'm rooting for Detroit. I don't like the Rams. They move too much. <laughs> uh, they alienate their fan bases. I think, I, I think that's a horrible organization. I'm rooting for the Detroit Lions. They've been miserable for a long time, and uh, they deserve a, a playoff win. And you know what? The Rams traded away Jared Goff, and uh, they didn't appreciate him. So yeah, the 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 subtext of the sh- the game is fantastic. Uh, the Goff, um, you mentioned the Goff Stafford thing. Um, Stafford played all those years in Detroit. Went to L.A. Won a Super Bowl. Goff was the guy who traded. I think we how hysterical would it be Stafford comes back to Detroit for a playoff <laughs> game and loses. Well, that's I mean, there's just a lot here in this game. It's kind of. A lot of irony. It's, the, it's yeah. this and the, obviously tonight's KC Miami game have a lot of the drama because of the Tyree Kill thing, and then um, the Rams in Detroit. I really want to root for the Lions. I really want to. I really want to pick them, but the Rams have been playing. Oh, Mister Snow! I know, not but the be Rams happy. have been playing so well. The Rams <laughs> have been playing so so well. They've been extremely hot. Um. Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua, Stafford has been ridiculous lately. He's some of the best football I've, I remember him playing. Uh, I, I, I'm going to pick the Rams to pull off the upset. I wouldn't be surprised again if Detroit won. Detroit's been a solid team all year, uh, but I'm going to go with with the Rams in this one. So, yeah. All right. And then we'll we have Monday. Right. We have two games. So Monday. Yes, Ooh, the first game is Pittsburgh traveling to Buffalo to face the Bills. Now, this game was moved because of the snow. I think it was supposed to be originally today, but they're moving it to Monday. So there you go. So Pittsburgh traveling to Buffalo. Pete, who do you like? Uh, this is tough for me because I actually like okay. both teams. Um, Man, I, I'm got, I got to go with Tomlin. I, I mm. like Tomlin. And Kenny is Kenny no, playing or is he still hurt? Okay, he's his Jersey boy, so I was I usually mm-hmm. root for the Jersey boy, um, but I, I'll root for I'm going to root for Pittsburgh. It's tough. To, I, I like I like these Steelers got that championship ped, championship pedigree, you know the history. I just I don't know. I can't okay. root against them as much as I like Buffalo and their logo. <laughs> um, I'm taking Buffalo. Uh, the way they ended the season, that one point they were out of the playoff picture. Uh, they ended strong. Um, Josh Josh Allen does worry me because he has a tendency to turn over the ball. Um, but I think they've learned something about their team as well, that they have a really good running back in James Cook, and I feel like they have a shot. I really think they have a shot to come out of the AFC. So I'm going to pick Buffalo in this game. Um, but I would not, because of Tomlin, it's going to be close. I would bet money it's going to be close. So, But I do see Buffalo winning in the end. And the final game, the Monday night capper, is Philadelphia traveling to Tampa Bay to play the Buccaneers. So, who you got? 
man, if Tom Brady was playing, this would be a no-brainer, and I'd pick Tampa. But, like, this is such a tough game for me, because if the Eagles win, Giants <laughs> fans are miserable. But if the Eagles lose, there's a certain sector of my Facebook feed that just goes crazy, and I really kind of want to see that. So this is really a win-win for me, so I'm hoping for, like, a really high-scoring painful loss for someone <laughs> for someone well you gotta pick one of the two so i'm uh, I, I don't know who to pick i i'm you know who's the quarterback Baker for the mayfield Bucks? all right we're going tampa <laughs> that's it we're going we're underdog city right oh no they're actually the yeah they won their division funny. so they they get to host the the game even though they have a worse record interesting so the, yeah they're the, it's the, they're the AL Central. Shout out <laughs> yeah. to Derek Graham. So this is a tough one for me. Um, if you would ask me beginning of the season, I would say the Eagles in a walk. But they've been struggling down the stretch. Jalen Hurts has an injured thumb or finger. Oh, I know. <laughs> um, no A.J. Brown for Philly. So I'm going to take the Bucks and the re- and at, well, I'm just going to say after this game, if the Bucks do win, there's going to be a lot of changes with the Eagles. There's going to be a lot of changes with Philadelphia. Yeah, I can see it. People are calling for yeah, the heads of so. everybody. My Twitter, my, my Facebook feed's crazy. I have a lot of South Jersey friends. So <laughs> Sundays are for the birds. All right. So let's, <laughs> let's recap again. Let me go through and just make sure. So we got all these. I'm writing them down. So you have Cleveland, right? I have Houston. No, I have Cleveland. Cleveland. Too. Cleveland, okay. Cleveland. I have Cleveland yes, and Miami. Have Miami. I have KC. Then we have the double D's, Dallas and yeah, Detroit. Yeah, we both have Dallas. Shout out to Debbie and Dallas. Uh, I have the Rams. You have Detroit. Yeah, me and Adam Snow. <laughs> Screw you, Eric. <laughs> uh, you have Pittsburgh. I have Buffalo. Yeah, and then I have Tampa. Now you still have connections down in Florida. Can you get a? Can you get seats in the uh, at Raymond James? Um, no, my connections the, the have Atlantis, dried up. Cave of Long Island. Jeez. <laughs> oh, so yeah, so prunes. I don't. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, it's been a while. I can't believe it's been. It's, it's been, been a while. what? It's been almost sixteen. It's been fifteen years since I've been back. Well, you were so, just down down there in. Uh, Miami I was in Miami, Canada. yeah, but Miami and Tampa are not close. Yeah. So, okay, all right. I just I thought maybe you know you were down there in Florida, people they they roll out the red carpet. We will post. I'm gonna post our picks on the Facebook page, guys, and then we'll check them on. You know, we'll check them on Tuesday after all the games. I'm dying to hear what Reno's <laughs> picks are. It's like with football, do you have the fifty-five yard line? Yeah, Canada. That's true. They have the center, the center line. They call it the center line. But. Yeah. And then see, like Steve Ham, like Steve Ham, I tell you what, that kind of Canadian football in real. I tell you, we just remind me, Roger Starbuck, and everything. Go, go, go! I want to go. I want to go to see a CFL game. I want to go to one of those games to see what it's like. You know who loves the CFL? Yeah, well, he's Canadian. But yeah, but he he loves the CFL. He's a he's so. a big uh, Saskatchewan Rough Riders fan. Well, yeah, I, I want to. He's big. If I ever go up there, riders. guys, one of our Canadian fans, uh, you know, we got a plan to go to one of those games. I would love to go. It'd be fun. I I used to like the Edmonton Eskimos, but uh, apparently that's uh, that's not a good term, so they changed it. I don't know what they're called now. 
So I don't have. I think I the Argonauts, the like Toronto Argonauts, were the team that I liked because Notre Dame yeah. had a player called Rocket Ismail, and he went to play there. So I remember following. I remember following oh, that's them. Cool. Um, when he was on their team. The Eskimos had a cool had a cool logo. It was two E's that were connected for like the, the remember, bottom two yeah. lines and the, the, uh, the top. And I liked it. And it kind of reminded me of the Packers a little bit too. So I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, so I I wonder what they're called now. I don't but know. Yeah. But all right. So we have all that. And then, we're all good. Yeah, th- Pete, tell them where they can find you and complain about your picks. Go. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Pete Illustrated. You can follow me on Instagram at Pete Illustrated. You can follow this show you're listening to straight Gotham at Street underscore O underscore G on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we have a Facebook page and a Facebook group. Consider joining both. Uh, all complaints go to final E33. Um, that's finale E33 for spelling it yeah. like Eric. And uh, Batman on film.com, Batman on film YouTube, the Batman on film podcast, I'm all over there. Uh, the Italian Spider-Man Coalition at uh, Spidey Coalition. Check that out. Um, uh, I don't, I forgot if I mentioned it, but Batman book club, I'm there too as well. So check that, I'll check all that stuff out. And, uh, I did a show recently for, uh, Batman, uh, chapter by chapter with Justin Kowalski. And I did a show with the old gunslinger talking, uh, our favorite Batman things of 2023 over at the BOF podcast. So check that out. All right, sir. You guys know where to find me at finally 33 spell finale 33 on Twitter. Uh, Pete covered everything else, so I'll just hop into my all nicked up. If you are a fan of the New York Knicks, I have a Twitter handle called at, excuse me, Twitter handle is at underscore all, no, at all underscore nicked underscore up. We do a live stream every Wednesday night. It's been about at eight o'clock Eastern time, um, discussing all of everything that has to do with the New York Knicks. Me and my two co-hosts, Pete and Joe, we break down. The Knicks, if there's a game that night, we'll either do a pregame or the game, The show might come on after the game, depending on our schedules. So just look out for that. But it's every Wednesday night, uh, live stream, YouTube, Facebook Live, and even on Twitter now. And in the Twitter now, actually, you can they do comments. So I can actually see the comments now when you put them on Twitter if we have, nice. we're doing the live stream. Nice. So that's a pretty cool thing. So you can check us out all over there um, and, and help, help support that show uh, as we now... When are you guys get up, Stephen oh, A. Smith, please. we talk about him enough on the show, so we should we should get him on. I think <laughs> he might. He's an honorary co-host. <laughs> I think it would be fun if we had him on. It'd be great. But I've I've actually met Stephen A. He is a lot taller yeah. than you think. He's got to be at least like six. Shut six. up! Is he? Like I was, dude. Uh, yeah, uh, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, I was. I was working. Uh, I was working at an event, and he came to use a special bathroom. And uh, it was just, I believe it was a private bathroom. And he he walked by. He said hello. He was a very nice man. Very nice. Man. It says very here he's nice only six one. But like, I, dude, he he's Were you sitting down. He's he's. He, I was sitting. Okay. No, I was. I was. Yeah, but Eric. Like, but he had to like bend down to like, you know, like he had to oh, bend wow. down to get underneath something. Like, he's very. I was like, you are like NBA height. Like, no wonder why these guys love you. You're, you they can look you eye in the eye. That's crazy. I didn't. So he's a lot taller than you think he is. All right. Well, you would look. You would okay. be looking up at him if you say so. I was. I was shocked. I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, he's been in the news a lot this week. Uh, him and Jason Whitlock as well. Beef going on back and forth between them. If you have, if I, I missed Jason Whitlock when you he talked about sports. Well, yeah. If you have, if you guys haven't read about time. it, just look up. And you're interested, look up Stephen A. Smith, Jason Whitlock. You could follow the whole story. Uh. Jason Whitlock is not a liked guy in the industry. Let's just put it that way. So 
He takes shots at people. Yeah. Talk about somebody who took a real weird turn. But. All right. We're at the end of this one. So unless there's anything else. Just, uh, you know, just keep waiting for that whole Zuman album. Three disc set. Uh, I know a lot of people aren't listening to CDs anymore, but it's a retro style album. We're going to bring it and we're going to bring it back. And it's just, you guys are going to love it. It's going to be fantastic. I'll I'll buy a copy. You're going to get six. It's okay. Uh, I will support. I'll support the project. There, we'll put it that way. <laughs> I will support, support the myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So for Pete, I'm Eric. You're listening to Straight Out of Gotham, and we'll see you next time. Booyah.